Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Superbook Sports. Download the app. Whether you're betting the home run derby tonight, Superbook has you covered. Promo code ATOZ gets you your first bet matched up to $250 in the Superbook Sports app. And TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch, the best workout around. I'll be there tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. to get my workout in. You can get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident at TrueMathFitness.com. So uh, there is this perpetuated narrative around Will Levis that really exhausts me. Um, and it creates a uh, it creates a discussion around him that is so needless, so misplaced, and so out of touch with the situation that I think it's just people trying to manifest it into existence. It's kind of like the DeAndre Hopkins Chiefs connection, right? Where the Chiefs have shown no real reported interest in DeAndre Hopkins given the financial situation that they're in and some things that they have to work through. But people continue, for example, Jeremy Fowler, and it's not Jeremy's fault. I understand why he's talking about the Chiefs that way. But like Jeremy Fowler yesterday, we played for you the clip, the idea of Chris Jones getting an extension done would free up some cap space, and that way the Chiefs, who are under 500 k in available cap space could potentially make a play for Hopkins. It's it's a dream discussion point, right? One of the best wide receivers in the sport joining the best football team in the league. That's more interesting than DeAndre Hopkins going to end his career with the Tennessee Titans the way that so many veteran wide receivers have. Uh, but it does seem like it's more interesting for people to perpetuate, and that is kind of the place that Levis exists in right now outside of the state of Tennessee. So we're going to work through that together, and we're going to talk about this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. What are your expectations for Will Levis in year one? We'll talk about it together on Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch right after I remind you that this is your Two Rivers Ford take, and as always, it's made possible by the wonderful people at Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford for quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. Nobody puts you in better position to succeed with the best vehicles out there like Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So what are your expectations for Will Levis in year one? Uh, Stephen King says, rookie of the year, hashtag trade Tanny. Um, listen, trading Ryan Tannehill is about the worst thing that you could do right now. Ryan Tannehill is probably going to be your greatest opportunity to succeed in 2023. Some of you don't want to succeed in 2023, as we've talked about. Many of you want to tank. That's off the table. Uh, out, of, out of the question, they're not going to tank at all. Uh, so keeping that you know, realistic expectation in mind, trading Tannehill is not 
feasible. There is not something, there is not a scenario where at this point it makes sense to move him. Mr. Jones says Malik Willis is QB2. That is correct. Until such time as Will Levis takes that job from him, we go into training camp with Malik Willis as the backup quarterback and Levis as the three. Uh, as Alton T. Husky says, Levis will be the third string quarterback to start the season. Well, uh, Levis, if that's the case, then you've botched this entirely and you're in a whole world of shit, basically. If Will Levis comes out of training camp as the third-string quarterback, then you're royally banged. Like, you've mismanaged this entire th scenario. It's going to result at that point in Ryan Tannehill needing to get an extension for this to be a competitive football team, and it'll keep you in this purgatory where you have to pay a veteran quarterback because you've made mistakes in the draft, because Malik Willis, um, we'll see what happens, but at this point, he's not ready to take over for Ryan Tannehill. And if Will Levis comes out of training camp as the third-string quarterback, it means that you're in the shitter as far as your football team is concerned. Uh, we, uh, we look, all, we look at all of these things and we say, okay, so what does that make for expectations for Will Levis in year one? Uh, Levis doing good says JL. Well, they haven't practiced in three weeks, so I have no idea what Will Levis is doing right now. I mean, he looked fine when last I saw him, uh, there's plenty of room for improvement just as there was from a leak. Ryan Tannehill is the best quarterback that's out there. Uh, but we'll see what happens when they, I mean, we're back, you know, we're literally back on the practice field in 15 days. So we will, uh, we will see how this thing goes. Dr. Lipschitz says Rand was desperately trying to trade him to Atlanta. We ranked second to last in offense last year. It's not some huge loss. Well, none of, uh, well, that nuts. That's 100% incorrect. Rand was not trying to move Ryan Tannehill to the Atlanta Falcons at any point this offseason. That was not anything that was discussed. There were no discussions between Atlanta interested in Ryan Tannehill nor the Titans interested in moving Ryan Tannehill. So that is categorically incorrect. I'm not sure where you're getting that uh, misinformation from. Now, uh, we ranked second to last in offense last year. It's not some huge loss. The quarterback didn't play the last, like, six games of the regular season. Your football team was bad because that quarterback was hurt. Um, so, one, that is incorrect information. Two, the quarterback was not a part of the lineup, which is why the offense went to hell. And three, it's more about the offensive line than it is the quarterback in this particular situation. And to ignore that means that you either don't understand what you're watching or completely unrealistic uh, about the expectations that you have for that football team, given the state that it was. So, uh, with all that being said... Um, you understand that you don't have Patrick Mahomes. No, very few. Nobody else has Patrick Mahomes. One team has Patrick Mahomes. Even Justin Herbert has underwhelmed. Josh Allen and Ryan Tannehill have similar playoff records. Like, this is something that when you look at it and you understand the context with which you are going through it with, um, while there is substantial differences in athleticism and size and uh, ascending talent with, for example, Josh Allen, an example that I used, and Ryan Tannehill, you understand that in the postseason, they're basically the same. So uh, for all the hand-wringing, for all the bitching, for all the moaning, Ryan Tannehill is the best quarterback that you have had since Steve McNair and likely will overtake him uh, in terms of statistical measurements probably at some point this year. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is already well on track to do that. He already broke Steve McNair's consecutive starts streak, which is kind of crazy to think about. And it shows really to me that people who make comments like that have taken for granted 
um, you know, what is probably going to end up going down as one of the most statistically successful quarterbacks that you've had in your franchise's history. So with all that being said, it's a nonsensical argument to argue against Ryan Tannehill with last year as your argument. That makes zero sense whatsoever. So uh, I think when you look around at this particular situation, you have to understand that Ryan Tannehill is still holding on to that spot. And so when we talk about expectations for Will Levis in year one, my expectations are that if that Ryan Tannehill is kept healthy and if Ryan Tannehill is given the proper tools to succeed, then Will Levis will not see the field for any particular reason other than if the team is able to secure a postseason position and they don't feel the need to play veterans at the end of the year. The only way that Will Levis sees the field is due to injury this year, and that's the thing that you have to keep at the forefront of your mind. That was something that Tim Hasselbeck made very, very evident when discussing uh, this uh, topic on NFL Live earlier this week. Yeah, I think Ryan Tannehill would either have to be injured or just play so poorly that they they were forced to make a move. I mean, I think that's really, um, you know, the situation the Titans are in. Look, Ryan Tannehill, you know, is coming off of an injury. I think they uh, obviously signed him to an extension a few years back and, and had high hopes for him to play well. Now, they drafted a quarterback last year in the third round, drafted a quarterback this year in the second round, but it is his job to lose. And so, uh, look, I, I think that Ryan Tannehill has an opportunity to not let it go, um, which by playing well, I think would put the Titans in a really unique spot where they'd be more likely to extend him than cut him. And then I think for Will Levis, you just don't know if you're going to get your opportunity. But listen, I, I think the, the gauntlet of their schedule early in the season is going to say a lot about when or if at all we'll end up seeing Will Levis. So that is the most accurate assessment. It is the sports prime time is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Go to GaryAshton.com and get your dream address without the stress. Uh, I think that when you consider all these different things uh, for Ryan Tannehill, you understand that Will Levis has, there will be, there is zero intention of getting Will Levis on the field this year before he is ready. Ryan Tannehill would have to actively crater for that even to be in the discussion. And even then it would start as a discussion before any move was outright made. Ricky W says correctly, Tannehill is your daddy. That's right. Daddy Tannehill for uh, Titans fans. That's that's your papa. It's not Taylor Lewan anymore. It's not dad in the, in the uh, run left hats and all these different things. Ryan Tannehill is the Titans fan base's father until further notice. And at this point, you cannot, what's, what's it called when you, uh, when you divorce yourself and once you're 18 as a child? Emancipation. You are not able to emancipate yourself from Ryan Tannehill until such time, uh, until such time as that quarterback no longer proves to be the best solution on your roster because you have a coaching staff that is not going to actively put a player in place that is not going to be the best player who helps them win games. For further notice, that is Ryan Tannehill, and so any narratives to the opposite are incorrect or ill-informed. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is going to start the season as this quarterback. So, you know, and I have a lot of respect for Robert Mays. Um, I think the top uh, free agent podcast that they did on the, at the on the athletics football show was very informative, but I just could not understand where why they were making the case against the Titans for DeAndre Hopkins with Will Levis as the argument. 
there's a great many reasons that you can make the argument against the Titans for DeAndre Hopkins, but to include Will Levis in the equation at this particular point in time is nonsensical. And it's not, uh, it's just, it's not what the situation is in present day. Uh, let's move on, given that in mind, and let's talk about who's more likely to get a contract extension uh, between Ryan Tannehill or Derrick Henry. If they do make a move for DeAndre Hopkins, we talked about a variety of different financial moves that they have at their disposal, uh, restructuring Harold Landry, m- making some moves with Henry Tannehill or Kevin Byard's deal, all these different things uh, on the table. Who is more likely to get an extension, Henry or Tannehill at this point? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today. Plug in the promo code ATOZ, whether you're betting the Home Run Derby or the regular season in Major League Baseball, preseason football, right around the corner. Promo code ATOZ gets your first bet matched up to $250 in the Superbook Sports app. So download the app today, plug in that promo code, terms and conditions, go to superbook.com. Gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So uh, who is more likely to get an extension at this point, Tannehill or Henry? Uh, both says Mr. Jones. No, I would not say, I would say one is infinitely more likely than the other, uh, given the situation at hand. Major Keys says Henry, Eric Alonzo says neither. That's probably the correct answer. But again, some things have to go right for them for that to be a reality. Jody Newell says Henry Carthon needs to start his quarterback to build his team. Well, he's not going to start, I mean, his quarterback. Jody, his quarterback is Ryan Tannehill. The quarterback in the future may be Will Levis. Rand Carthon's quarterback is Ryan Tannehill. Everybody has acknowledged that. You guys trying to project on from Ryan Tannehill when Ryan Tannehill has been the selection that the coaching staff and the front office has made to go into the 2023 season I don't understand how you guys continue to draw this conclusion or try and manifest something that is clearly and evidently not the case. Rand Carthon's quarterback for the 2023 season is number 17. And we will see what that looks like down the road for Will Levis or if Ryan Tannehill undergoes an injury. There's a scenario in which the Titans don't make the playoffs either way. And we don't know exactly what this is going to look like this season. But you have to understand, as D'Lo says correctly, Levis has to outperform Willis before we can even have this discussion in reality about taking over for Ryan Tannehill. And in that, given the confusion at the quarterback position, I'm almost inclined to say Tannehill's still more likely to get an extension at this point. I think it's nonsensical to look past what's going on in the quarterback room and say with any kind of definitive measure that Will Levis is the clear and obvious answer. Many of you were saying that about Malik Willis. I understand why you were hopeful. I also was hopeful. I wish, I hope that Malik Willis goes on to be a successful professional uh, football player, whether that's here or elsewhere. To this point, that has not yet manifested itself. Just because you drafted a quarterback does not mean that quarterback is guaranteed any modicum of success. Is he better equipped for success than Malik Willis was last year? Indisputably. Does that mean that he will succeed without question? 
No. Does that mean that he will pan out without question? No. He has to at least beat out Malik Willis. And at this point, heading into training camp, he still is the quarterback three. Now, that could very quickly change, and we could be having a more realistic version of this discussion by the time we get to July 25th or a weekend, once we get to the first week of August, perhaps. Once we start seeing joint camp, I'll be there in Minnesota, right? Well, Chicago first. Chicago will be the first preseason game, and then they'll have joint camp against the Vikings on the road and the Patriots here in Nashville, and that will be really, really uh, you know, a great test for both Levis and Willis be a great test for a lot of young players on this roster. But again, the the comment that is below is the most accurate. Bro, Levis got to outperform Willis before he do, does anything. That is 100% the situation that the quarterback room is currently in. So who's more likely uh, to, get a, to get an extension? I mean, they both have replacements on the roster, theoretically, right? Spears is, is Henry. And uh, Levis is Tannehill. I would say Derek is more likely to get an extension, even though I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. If for no other reason than they outright need to move on from Ryan Tannehill to be able to try and build the best possible roster around a cheap rookie quarterback contract. Tannehill, the only reason why my answer is Henry is because Tannehill has the bigger deal. They have a ton of money next year. They're going to be able to put a lot of different pieces and parts around a rookie quarterback contract. You know, paying Derrick Henry more money is not the way that I would go. I would not uh, keep Derrick Henry beyond this year, even if he does have success. I would rather bail on the Derrick experience early while it's good before you see it really, really depreciate in real time. I'm, I'm not one for the emotions of that. I would rather, if I'm somebody who's interested in the success of the football team, I would rather get a good season out of Derek and then move him or move on from him uh, as quickly as humanly possible, as cleanly, not as quickly as humanly possible, but as cleanly as humanly possible to make sure that I'm further able to invest other resources, whether that be draft capital or finances in more important positions than the running back position, which they have, you know, they they have paid and it has paid dividends for them. Derek Henry's con- second contract has been a, an indisputable success uh but the time you know the time has come to theoretically move on from both of those players Uh, and if you can do so cleanly then that is the best solution for you but I would say Henry is more likely at this point um B friend says are you excited for the Peyton Manning quarterback show coming out Wednesday on Netflix no I don't care about what do I don't care about Peyton Manning Peyton had that whole Peyton's places thing I didn't watch that either it's and it's not I don't you know it's got nothing to do with quarterback show coming out on Netflix. I don't know what quarterback show coming out on Netflix. You guys think I want to watch more football on a regular basis? I'm good. <laughs> I'm got football is literally about to drown me in 15 days. I'm trying to spend the next 15 days with as little football as humanly possible before my life completely gets enveloped by this thing. Uh, for another season. That's fine. I have the best job in the world, but like I'm good on a Netflix show. What is it like a full swing with quarterbacks? I can't give a damn about that. Get out of here. Uh with uh <laughs> It's like it's like it's like hard knocks. I don't understand for the life of me why you all still like hard knocks. That's just it's such a uh, it's it's such a uh, it's such a repetitive cookie cutter situation. Early morning shots of the mist on the practice fields, the sprinklers going, and there's JJ Watt flipping a tire 
in the background because no one works harder than the veteran on the football team. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care about any of that. Is it a big, it is a big deal. It features Mahomes life for a year. I don't care. I don't want to know any more about Patrick Mahomes' life. I want to watch Patrick Mahomes play football. If I want to watch Patrick Mahomes play football, I'm more than happy to wait for the regular season and not watch things that I've already seen on Netflix when I'm already having to watch Patrick Mahomes back in the regular season because Greg and or because Greg and I, Cosell and I are going to talk about all these different teams. I don't care about the Netflix show. Get out of here. You guys are, by, by the way, just because I have no interest in it doesn't mean that you guys can't enjoy it and really, uh, really consume it. But like, give a damn about Patrick Mahomes' life. <laughs> what do I care? Does, does he does he seem that inherently interesting? It's like Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not interesting. Tom Brady's just the greatest winner that we've ever had. Now, Tom Brady's infinitely more interesting now than he was for 20 years in New England. But, like, don't try and tell me just because these guys are good athletes it means that they're interesting and that I should find them compelling. No, if I'm going to spend my time watching anything, it sure as hell not going to be more football. I've, I've got the righteous gemstones. I've got a, I've, I finally finished Succession. Um, I real, I've got a bunch of different I'd – ra- I'd rather re- re-watch Veep for the f- third time than – put on a Netflix show about Patrick Mahomes's life. No, no, thank you. Um, okay. Let's, uh, and that's nothing personal to Pat. I'm sure Pat's a lovely guy. I'm sure Pat's got a beautiful family and, uh, you know, well, the situation with his brother, if they cover the situation with his brother, then I'm in, then you've got me back. If they cover, if they cover the sexual assault situation with his brother, then I'm back in, but I'm, I bet you 20 bucks. That's not in the Netflix show. Marcus is on the show, says B. French. I spent, I covered Marcus's entire career. You think I want to, again, like I said, if you guys want to talk, if you guys want to watch that and enjoy that, more power to you. I literally spent, what, four day, at least minimum four days a week for five years of my life talking to Marcus Mariota. Marcus is one of the most uh, intentionally uninteresting human beings that has ever walked the planet Earth. And the idea that they would make it put include him in a Netflix show uh, for this, for him to say the same things that he wasn't saying to us for five years of his career here, I just I don't understand why why you guys would what be any interested in that, especially if he doesn't play for your football team at this point anymore. But anyway, good luck and God bless. Uh, in case you missed it, Red Flash. We haven't done this with Bert in a while. He's been bailed out several times by the fact that we haven't worked a full week in quite some time. So we welcome Robert Walsh back in right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by True Math Fitness in the Gulch. I don't know if Bert has gotten his first workout free in yet, but he is welcome to do so at True Math Fitness, just as you are too. I'm going to be there tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., and I can't wait to get in the gym at True Math Fitness, not just because I've got the best coaching staff, not just because I enjoy the personal training, the individual aspect of it, not just because I've always loved their group classes, the boot camp style classes where no workout is ever recycled or repeated, but because True Math Fitness does the best job for me and they will do the best job for you as the individual as you get the new way to work out and a new version of you. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free, as I said, and all kinds of great membership options. All right, Bert, what is on deck for in case you missed it this week? Oh, your microphone's not working. Oh, no, that's my fault. It's because I've got the wrong headphone in. Proceed. No, I'm right. I can't hear you. Whatever you did to your headset is, uh, can you guys hear him? I don't think. Oh, wait, there's sound. Talk to me. Damn, I was like, what a dumbass to you, and I'm the dumbass. Unmute. 
unmute. It, it wasn't unmuted. It's where I uh, took put my shirt on and I almost pulled my headphones out. Anyway, we'll cut all this out in post. Mm -hmm. uh, going from one thing that you had no clue about and you didn't give a shit about to another thing you didn't know about and give a shit about, the Home Run Derby is tonight. Yes, I did not know, and nor do I care. I've got no idea what's going. This is the most baseball I've watched all year, and that's just because it's on the background of primetime. The uh, the only local time, Mookie bets he fell to Vlad Guerrero in the first round. Vlad hit 26. Mookie hit 11. Very disappointing result from Mookie. But we got we got to do something about this. I think this is a, a plight that's happening in every single sport. Uh, the Pro Bowl, the All-Star Game in the NBA, and now All-Star Weekend Baseball, where everything is just falling flat. Things that used to be a lot of fun, like the dunk contest, just don't have the same uh, vigor that they used to because it, it's the same kind of action, right? There has to be evolution in these things to keep them interesting. So I, I have a proposal for the Home Run Derby, and I want to see what you think about it. Hit me with it. All right, so the match, things like that where we're crossing sports with other athletes is becoming more and more popular. You saw Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes take on Clay and uh, – Steph Curry this year in the match. What I propose for the home run derby is that uh, you still have your normal participants like Vlad Guerrero, uh, Mookie Betts, all the same people would be on the home run derby, but they have a celebrity counterpart that their home runs are also contributed to their total. That way you get to see guys and you actually see how difficult this is to just crush balls like they're yeah. doing. Like Will Farrell would get up there and, and would maybe hit one ball to shortstop. But uh, you'd probably pull some good athletes in there. You'd have Travis uh, Kelsey. I bet Miles Garrett, who is probably the most athletic guy I've ever seen do anything. If you've ever seen him play in the All-Star game, he just looks like an action figure just dunking on everybody else. I bet he could crush some balls. Uh, so some celebrity pairings. I, I'm not the biggest baseball guy in the world, but I might check it out if John C. Riley could potentially catch a 90-mile-an-hour ball to the face. Well, I'm, all, I'm all in for that. They don't, they don't throw that hard in the, the game, but maybe you get some pitches against people you know, to try to knock some people out. Or they could establish something that uh, Japan's been doing. Scrap the home run derby, and we're going to bring in the bunting derby. ああ、そうよ。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。ちゃんと。
You do anything after this? <laughs> Not with you. Ah, uh, I figured that was coming. Goodbye. See, see you later. <laughs> Robert Walsh, ladies and gentlemen. That was in case you missed it. Uh, for more Bert, you can listen to Ramon, Kayla, and Will, and apparently my show from time to time. Christopher Young uh, says, my wife ran into the living room. Like, what the hell you uh, are you watching? That was so loud. Oh, I didn't realize it didn't seem any louder. You got to tell her to mind her own business. I'm in here watching primetime, baby. This is man time. Don't tell okay. me what to do. Okay. Well, for our women audience, uh, we thank you very much for your consideration. And we understand that most of your wives and girlfriends hate us because this show airs at 8 p.m. Central Time when most of you should be spending time with your families and are instead here talking to us about Will Levis not starting for the Titans this year. It's going to do it for us tonight. Frank has taken over the desk. Uh, she continues to try and climb across uh, the uh, the interface situation here, which means that my time is done. I appreciate you guys for spending uh, your evening with us, as always, and for your significant others being tolerant of the time that you do spend with us. Radio show from 10 to 1 tomorrow morning on 104.5 The Zone. It will be a great time with Lucas, with Bert, with Jackson, with a cast of thousands, Sammy apparently getting airtime today. I Apparently, I'm just running a, a, a damn AAA uh, affiliate for every other show to then use the talent that we somehow pull out of people and take it to uh, the various other shows for them to actually put to good use. But in the meantime, if you want nonsense, uh, you may uh, hang out with us from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Eric Alonzo says, why is your female cat named Frank? Well, her name is Francis, and that's none of your damn business, Eric. So have a great rest of your night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on A to Z Sports Primetime. See you guys. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year, we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.